Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won, G.I. Joe will And welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show experience, explosion, whatnot. Here we go. Part two. The traitor is a show. Wait, was I, that in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, like- yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was just going to say that uh, I'm going to probably leave in like the last 15 seconds <laughs> that happened before this show started so that we can just hear Ray going, gay people are cool. <laughs> no context just uh you just wonder you know like, what what was that about what led to that i'll leave it in that as a, particular i'll leave tone? it in as an outtake <laughs> uh my name is ray stacanus i'm Robert chan i'm gina Blito. what You're was excited to be a part of you it. gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say uh he ended it with show and i was thinking are you talking about our show G.I. Joe show. Well, a show in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just threw the word show in there at the end of your spiel because you weren't sure how to end it. I think you're correct. Mm-hmm. Show don't I tell. believe you just <laughs> I think you just pulled back the curtain a little little bit and showed the uh, the man behind Oz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about the traitor part two right now. A Buzz Dixon penned episode. Mm-hmm. And um, just like the other Buzz Dixon episodes, pretty fantastic stuff is happening in this. Unlike yeah. the other two parters mm-hmm. we've seen before, which again we've argued, twenty nine minutes shoved into two twenty one minute episodes. Yeah, yep. here it feels like two complete thoughts, mm-hmm. completely fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it works. And if I was a kid, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen what was coming. <laughs> yeah, no, even with all the breadcrumbs we got left behind, like yeah. it's not completely out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. I, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm recalibrating uh, my, you know, viewing. So, like, yes, the twelve year old me. Was like, holy crap, he wasn't a traitor. Oh, what an unfortunate circumstance that Duke was in a coma and all that. And uh, yeah, older me is like, yeah, I know. I'll- I get it. But I, I remember who it's for, of course. Yeah. It's for me. 
It's <laughs> right. fully adult Ray. And I didn't Ray, remember Ray this time. Ruled, uh, yeah, Ray's ruled the whole way through. <laughs> they even, got after, me. even after last episode, we were like, no, he's definitely not a traitor. It's like, yeah, but what if he is? Yeah. What if he is? Well, I, here's the deal. I'd seen it before, and I still didn't know that Dusty... <laughs> Turned out, guys. Spoiler alert: Dusty turns out to be a triple agent. <laughs> I feel like triple. Okay, is it really? They keep throwing away triple agent, uh, throwing around triple agent. That's correct. Correct. An agent is. Yeah, someone who's, I guess. I guess he is. A if I'm an agent, agent, I'm working for Ray. Mm-hmm. If I'm a double agent, I'm actually working for Gina while I'm pretending to work for Ray. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a triple agent, I'm actually working for Ray, working for Gina, pretending I'm working for Ray. So if it turned out at the right? end that, that like yep. he was actually okay. screwing over Duke and actually <laughs> was planning on joining the the Cobra, then he would be a quadruple agent. Yes. Now that would have been a twist. Well, personally, exactly. I love the idea of a Joe turning rogue and becoming like a hated top level Cobra person. Like I, so they probably weren't allowed to do that. As far as like the toy line, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because then I, you'd have just kids wreaking havoc everywhere. There's a lot of what happened in here. I found mega compelling about Dusty being just like, ah, oh, and then there's Dusty. He's a Cobra agent, but he used to be one of us. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that guy. I want to really get that guy. I, I really. It was like wrestling. I just like when it was like a heel turn, and I appreciated it. I like the move that Buzz does at the top of this episode, where it's uh, instead of a recap. Yeah. We're yeah. going to show like news footage. Because the last two-parter did have like, on the last episode, yeah. this happened and then yeah. this happened. Yeah, and I can just picture Buzz being like, oh, I don't want to do that. Let's That's just write lame. it into the episode. And yeah. it's a way to bring back our favorite think- newsman. Despite the fact that like, how did they get footage from inside Dusty's house? I have just literally, how did they get that footage is the first question I have written down right here because they're at the but, they're at the oil rig base showing yeah. G.I. Joe like mm-hmm. watching well, it explode. We got to cut Buzz some slack though because I feel like he was like, oh, eh, whatever. Well, <laughs> you have to use the footage you already have and yeah. you're going to use the same footage for yeah. a recap yep. anyway. We just got to kind of let I that mean, pass. I suspended my disbelief until it was like Mrs. Vasquez and the mom <laughs> inside true. the bedroom with her like holding her hand. Yeah, but it was immediately redeemed. As far as I'm concerned, the entire segment is redeemed by uh, Mrs. Vasquez going, Vamos, you filthy motherfuckers. Because that is absolutely what she said before they cut off the footage. I like like the fact that she says Vamos. Because like I feel like the the normal the normal way would have been for her to say something like scram. No, like no. something in Spanish. That's straight up Tex Mex. Well, that's as She's close. Not. You're not going to have anybody really speaking Spanish on 1985 GI Joe. Yeah, you so will. that's as close hey, as you're going to get. Yeah, like I th- I feel like like you nobody's saying cabron on GI. She could have been like Andale, Andale. Are you? Is your Mexican? Yeah. Well, Ray just said you wouldn't hear anyone speaking Spanish on on cartoons in the eighties, and I just gave him a prime example of one. Excuse me, Gina. Let me amend my statement. Outside of massively racist stereotypes, you will not find anybody speaking legitimate Spanish on your television. Where'd they get a sombrero that little? Uh, and I don't think they we just, mentioned it. They drew it, Gina. Cartoons are just drawn. what? But Gina. Gina, you worked at the Cartoon wait, Network. Wait, what? <laughs> now I'm just upset. Uh, uh, Hector Ramirez. Hector Ramirez is the newsman. This is the guy that ties all the universes together. Mm-hmm. So this ties Transformers, and it ties Inhumanoids, I believe, and it ties G.I. Joe all into the same. Oh, and, and Almost and My Jam, Little Pony. Almost My Little uh, Pony. Oh, was it, and Jam yeah. 2, probably. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he seemed a lot older in this episode, though, didn't he? I didn't he, think he was old. I think he like he's blonde all of a sudden. 
I'm going to need to. I'm, blonde? I thought, looked, he was, I thought he had he, gray hair. He looked blonde. It looked like life's been tough to him. <laughs> he looks like Obama does now. Since the last, I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. Since the last time he, he had a he had a shock the last time, but I thought he was, <laughs> he saw a ghost. <laughs> I thought he was blonde though. Well, I, to be fair though, a GI Joe turning traitor and joining Cobra is exactly something a show like Twenty Questions would be following up on. Mm-hmm. You know, they've already done the expose on Cobra Commander. But also, how did the is it okay for the public to know this? And his secret identity and... Well, what what part does media play in the world we live, Gina? Let's, just... let's have a 50-second discussion about that. <laughs> I just feel like telling the public... Also, now, jumping ahead, now all of the world thinks he's a traitor. That is correct. Right. So they better post some sort of retraction. You know nobody ever does that. That's yeah. like the I Fox know, News retraction. Oh, we were wrong. Obama didn't actually like come from a lizard person. But, like, but next then they time, bury that. Next time he is out and about, someone is going to shoot him. Yep. Uh, you know this what? It's going to be the end of Dusty. Well, do you guys know the story of what happened to Sergeant Slaughter? Uh, he was the big time G.I. Joe uh, uh, character. Everybody loved him. I mean, he was like the representative of the military. And then in wrestling storylines around WrestleMania 7, Sergeant Slaughter, and it ties in here, uh, went heel and he joined the Ara- people of Iraq and Saddam Hussein <laughs> against uh, uh, against the United States. And he turned mm. traitor. And so he was him and his family were getting death threats. Yep. They were getting spit at. They were in like it was like I knew it was a storyline even as a kid. But mm. people be dumb. Wait, so, so Sergeant Slaughter is a wrestler that yes. they based a G.I. Joe character off of? Correct. Yes. Okay. And he's awesome. We'll get to him in about two months, Gina. <laughs> and <laughs> but I'm why, be why is there... It's confusing that there's only one like real-life-based character. Well, that was an add-in for season two. They wanted a great warrior, a great person, and a, plus mm. it was a great tie-in for G.I. Joe okay. for a guy who's already got all this run and is on national television all the time to uh-huh. kind of join in. Uh, I love it. I think Sergeant. There's apparently in the GI Joe community, there's a lot of back and forth about Sergeant Slaughter. People love him or they hate him. They think he like ruined the show, like Cousin Oliver style. (laughs) But I I disagree with that completely. I think Sergeant Slaughter was awesome, and we will see evidence to it. There's a Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat was supposed to originally be based off of Jean Claude Van Damme, correct? But he got his own video game. And so then he couldn't do Mortal Kombat. He got Kombat. his own video game. Yeah, yeah. Like they, like he, he got approached in, by another company that was like, "Hey, we want to do." And he was like, "Oh, this is way better than being like an ensemble, yeah, character in Mortal Kombat." And then as you a big guys. fu, he did the Street Fighter movie. You guys, Oof. yes. I was just looking up Sergeant Slaughter. I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna see, uh, get a little more information about that." I found a thing that I did not know. My personal favorite professional wrestler of all time the sheik was also a gi joe character what his name is rowdy roddy piper no he wasn't and he has that right iron grenadier trainer code name rowdy roddy piper what what this what uh, i mean this it's here's the card we're we're gonna do an impromptu know your wow, joe okay here we go primary military specialty and you take a look at this picture uh hey he's cobra and I'm already done. That is the best thing ever. Wow. That is a picture of Rowdy Roddy Piper looking like uh, a cobra. Because he was a bad guy for the most part in wrestling. Yes. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Primary military special edition, combat training instructor. So they're not putting him out in the field or anything like that. But he's back at base, and he is teaching these people Did he become do Big it. Boa? Secondary oh, military what? specialty, special services 
Parentheses bagpipe player. Yeah, that's his secondary military specialty. This is—is is this like a real figure? This came out. It's legit. It's part of. It's part of the Iron. Yeah, the Iron Grenadiers, uh, who I vaguely remember. Um, it's news to me. Jeez. Wait, was that actually Sergeant Slaughter at the end of that video? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. You talk about the comedy video from yeah. Funny the Guy that we watched. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He, he so, aged pretty well. I'm looking, he has, I'm looking at old pictures of him. He can still go, man. He can still wrestle. Birthplace, Glasgow, Scotland. He was born in 1948, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. He, Rowdy Roddy Piper spent his formative years in the Royal Regiment of the Scottish Army. He earned the nickname Rowdy by clashing with his senior instructors, uh, instructors and pummeling his teammates during combat exercises. This aggressive attitude allowed him to excel in the disciplines of close proximity fighting. Very useful in a wrestling ring, I assure uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. He became an expert with explosives, small arms, and hand-to-hand combat at a higher tactical level than most soldiers. This natural talent helped him win top honors from his infantry unit and a position as senior drill instructor. It was later revealed this birthright was part of the Destro clan. Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Following his heritage, he became a mercenary and took charge of the Iron Grenadier training program at Castle McCullen. As an offensive tactician, he only selects the best of the best for Iron Grenadier guards, Iron Anvil paratroopers, and undertow drivers. Is it, now I'm really interested in looking up this whole Iron Grenadier. Because Iron Grenadier business. was a Deathstroke thing. Uh, I remember I had I had a second Destro figure who had a cape and a much more regal looking outfit who was Iron Grenadier Destro, huh. uh, and he was BA. Was it part of the show or was it? I don't. Uh, I think I think it was part of maybe series two. Okay. I think that's the Destro you get is from the, the GI Joe everybody hates. <laughs> it's series two GI Joe where he has the the cop. Mask instead of the silver one. Okay. Okay. I believe it comes from that era. Uh, his training methods specialize in close quarters battle tactics. Parentheses CQBT because close quarters uh, combat. Uh, yeah, you thing. You quite frequently <laughs> are forced to uh, use close quarters battle tactics in there a you sentence. Go. You just want to be able to CQBT, which is totally, totally much easier to say. And hybrid martial arts into it which incorporates techniques from several different fighting styles as well as submission techniques. <laughs> like, say, uh, uh, um, like a Boston Crab? Or, Wait. Was no, it? like a sleeper hole. Oh, that too. Was it actually voiced by Roddy Piper? Uh, I wouldn't think so. We don't they didn't Sergeant know. Slaughter was voiced by Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter was Sergeant Slaughter, yeah. Uh, That's is, even are, Do we know that for sure? Sergeant Slaughter was Sergeant Slaughter. Are you sure? Yes. Robert uh, Remus. I'm 100% sure. All right. Because he's listed in the credits under all the actors' names, and then it just says it Sergeant says Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter yeah. as himself. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, it's very much him. wonder why they wouldn't get Roddy Piper. <laughs> uh, well, because but by the time the series reached that level, and they were doing the, the Deke shows up in Canada, mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay anybody. So they paid Destro, they paid Cobra Commander, and they paid nobody else. So okay. they would not have cashed up to pay Rowdy Roddy Piper to come Seems in like to be play a... a random dude. Yeah. Seems Here's like... the thing. Um, I don't think uh, he ever made it to the cartoons. Mm. I'm only seeing uh, reference to to the the action figures. Yeah. And it would make sense. Uh, there were a couple of like late era, like uh, William the Refrigerator Perry. I don't think he ever made it onto. He the was show. never on the show. Yeah, that but, I remember. Uh, you know, you want to sell it. Uh, also, though, uh, if anybody has uh, a Roddy Piper, I would. I would legitimately. Spend I'm going to try to find on you this. one, Chan. Uh, but let's let's get back to the episode now because we we we're, we're, we're thirty seconds into the episode. Hey, this is useful. <laughs> this is useful stuff. Um, this is the most amazing thing. It's pretty good. I'll say that. Uh, GI Joe has to change all the codes at the base right now. 
Uh, Butch makes sense. How many does Dilly J say? 6,072 codes to go. I believe the answer was 6,437. There you go. 6,437 to go. And that's not counting how many they've already done. Mm-hmm. That's no, a no, lot no, of No, she did say one down. 6,437 oh, okay. to go. So I feel more. like she got the shit job there. Yeah. Like, everyone was just like, yeah, you sit here and do this. Lady J, Hector Ramirez took all your expositions, so we're just going to have to put you filing paperwork <laughs> and working behind the screen. Uh, Dusty, in this other side note, arrives at Cobra Base and is introduced uh, by Cobra. How about that for a, rec- uh, a welcome wagon? Cobra Commander's there. The Crimson Twins are there. Like, when you get the CEO of the organization catching you off the bus on day one, mm-hmm. you're special. You yeah. feel special. This is why Cobra Commander is such an effective leader. The Crimson, the Crimson yes. Twins are not sure about this. Right? They're very not sure about this. They think they they smell a rat. They think something's up, and probably correctly They're so. Not. Yeah, this reinforces heard- my belief that they should be in charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, they heard Deep Six talking. They're like, he raises a good point. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, black dude, no mask. Just a question mark. That's just in my notes. Claymore yeah. caps. I just black put, dude I just no put, mask. I just put. What's the deal with that one cobra? Yeah. Well, that one cobra is being. Uh, uh, this this is how Cobra HR works, and I love it uh-huh. because Dusty comes in and Cobra Commander's like, "Well, we got to give you a job. We're just going to put you as the head of this over here. You know, straight nepotism, whatever." Mm. And then Claymore turns with his like with his uh, clipboard. And he's just like, "Hey, I'm the one doing that job right now. What's up? I worked real hard." <laughs> Especially being, you know, uh, uh, keeping it real, being a black guy in 1985 working up a corporate structure. Sure. Uh-huh. He must I mean, have worked 10 times harder than anybody else did to get to that same position. Here's my question. Uh, did he work to, so hard to the point where he said, like, I ain't wearing no mask and took the mask off? Or is it low end Cobra's? Half don't get to wear a mask, and it's not until you. Uh, no, I think higher end Cobras don't have yeah, to wear I masks. Think, I, think okay. I think he's higher. I think he's higher up. That dude. I would not fuck around with that guy. That's what I'm saying. That dude must be like number nine level, uh, highly skilled. He's up there, but Cobra Commander just flippantly, because Cobra Commander doesn't plan long term like that. No. You know, uh, he was like, ah, oh, you, I don't really remember you. So, and the guy's like, um, excuse me, first off, fuck you. <laughs> to be fair, second off, the, the job that he's replacing him for is it involves that the special formula. So since he brought it in. He has some claim to. It makes sense that he'd be involved in it, but yeah. like to just throw Claymore under the bus, just wrong. Claymore handles it well, though, when he, he says, "Let's fight shirtless in the arena." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because this is how Cobra HR works. Is uh, oh, is there a dispute between two employees? Oh, do you want to like get promoted? Oh, you have to fight shirtless in an arena. Yeah. Oh, do you want to enter the Terror Dome? <laughs> Let's do this. And that you know what, Cobra morale through the sure. roof. Uh, so it's not good enough they're fighting shirtless in an arena where everybody watches with Rocket Nunchaku. Back up. Yes. Why is he white now? I showed you. It's literally the same weird. person. Gina took that picture. Yeah. Uh, she took a screenshot of two white dudes in the arena. That is not the only time that they fucked that up. Yeah. Multiple later times. Later on. Later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time it actually is uh, kind of a brown, more of a Hispanic kind of look. It, that's what I and noticed. And again, yeah. it's white. There's one with straight up white... Uh, there's actually also one uh, back of Dusty's head. There's all of a sudden dark brown hair. Um, I'm telling you, the animation in this two-parter is weird. It's bananas. well, they don't make mistakes. Also, so I'm, obviously, Claymore makes a decision to wear white face in the arena. But also, just for that one is, moment. he for, is also wearing a blonde wig. Let me let me just pull up this. It, it, it's a strange shot. 
Some might say it was an animation mistake, but since we know better, we're ready to just keep moving on. Fair enough. All right, then let's talk about Rocket Nunchaku. Rocket Nunchaku. Right. I mean, Although I believe he's, uh, uh, let's see, what did he I'm actually zo- call I'm it? I'm zooming in on this. Oh, right. what's his picture? It's, like, see, like, that's. Yeah, which one is, du- they're both dusty. They're both dusty. <laughs> Maybe there was a mirror set up there, so we just got a mirror image of dusty, uh, and it was like a reflection of some kind. That's what I was thinking at first. It's rocket nunchuckers for the- no, Rocket Nunchuckers. Yeah. Can't, can't wait till we get to this. <laughs> so, that is I mean, a great picture of what Lady was J. Rocket about those, I guess, is my question. This I was is my question as well. I had no idea. I had also, no idea. What it's, about it's a cool it? Idea. What about it is this Nunchaka, Nunchaku, as opposed to a flail? It's basically a giant morning star. Right. Essentially, yes. you've got a handle, a very long chain, very long. and a weighted it's thing at the end. It's almost a Kusarigama. I feel like this next moment is a very Dr. Evil moment with the sharks with lasers on their heads. <laughs> because sure. then they, they say, this isn't enough to entertain the people. No. We're going to flood it with about, uh, what, a, a foot, six inches deep of water, and then we're going to put in man-eating piranha. <laughs> uh-huh. Man-eating piranha. Who Buzz Dixon, bless you. Bless it, you, Buzz Dixon. It's pretty awesome, but I will say that, like, Piranhas can strip the flesh from a cow in a very short period of time, like three minutes. Yeah. Uh, we are told that a school of piranha can skeletonize a cow in two minutes. Yeah. This is the standard by which all fifth graders understand um, <laughs> yeah. Amazonian uh, river life. Uh-huh. I don't know that that is strictly true. Yeah, but the well, cow's also not point... trying to beat them away. Yeah, but at some point... They are you definitely... telling me a cow would be into it? <laughs> I figure the cow is dead when it's getting stripped. I see. People oh. are just throwing dead cows into the I mean, Amazon. No, I think they're trying I did to cross. I think they're trying to cross the river, but yeah. at some point, Dusty has a few attached to his arm, and he—it just seems like they're like Swipes mildly annoying. Yeah. Well, the one guy because uh, Claymore gets him stuck at his back when he and he's yeah. lying flat in the water. Yeah. And they just like get like, flat, and then they crawl up and bite him in the back. Here's the thing. Been, yeah. Uh, piranha are the equivalent of a bag full of tacks in a wrestling match. That is correct. <laughs> it's it's you yes. know it's it's not the uh, uh, it's not going to kill you. But man, it is going to be unpleasant. It is going to be yeah. unpleasant, and if you if you hang around in there, oh, yeah. for a while, something right. you you get a tetanus shot. Yeah, or something. if you live I on a bed of tax, eventually you will die of it. Somehow. It's not good. I wish the animators had just like put in a, a scene where one piranha is eating his eyeball. Oh my god! And then, <laughs> and then he pulls him out because he would still be technically alive. He would just have to wear an eye patch. Ooh, maybe that's how eye patch has to wear. Why eye patch has to wear his eye patch? Oh, major why blood. Eye patch. Yeah, has to wear major his... blood. Oh, I see. Because he fought in the piranha pit and he had his eyeball eaten yeah. in a previous episode. Uh, yeah. Also, I will say that this makes total sense. This is the sort of thing that actually Buzz was even talking about. Why do you follow an idiot like Cobra Commander? Uh, back in the 80s, we were only beginning to grasp the beginnings of uh, uh, of American Gladiator technology. Yes. Uh-huh. This is like this is at the next forefront. level business. Yeah. This is the UFC like decades ahead of its time. Uh, and beyond that, it's like the UFC meets the WWE meets uh, like Pride. We're talking like crazy Japanese federations. There's like exploding deathmatch yeah. business. This is and this is what you get on a Tuesday. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is how you get promoted. Um, well, they fight, and let's just give Claymore some props because two to three Joes is enough to take down an entire base. Typically, sure, Claymore hangs with him for a while. He ends up losing the fight, right? Because of course he does, right? Because he keeps losing his uh, uh, pigmentation. It doesn't help him. Yeah, I noticed in this scene, Dusty's got a real sweet butt. 
<laughs> I did not notice Fair that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and get you guys a screen grab. So you yes, can, please do, please. Gina. <laughs> and then Dusty saves him because he's Cobra Commander's like, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Let Claymore die from the piranhas. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Dusty go, th- throws him the rope and yanks yeah, him in sure. with the weapon he had just used to beat him senseless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the way the way he does it, and then uh, uh, he says, "Yeah, KP- white man beating a black man with uh, some sort of whip." <laughs> just saying, yeah. like it, it conjures <laughs> something. I just can't put my finger on mm-hmm. it exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he says, "Hey, we need somebody to do KP right. kitchen kitchen patrol." This is going to backfire on him, uh, as we learn much later in the episode. The person who saves Cobra Commander. Fucking Claymore. Uh, again, Fucking Claymore. Not, clearly not Claymore guy. in that scene, though. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Uh, clearly not animated as Claymore. Well, then we find out that we need to go to, what is it, Larry Chemicals. <laughs> Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, Larry I, Chemicals? I, but, they, Larry. but here's the thing. They say it like it's a plot point that has already come up. Yes. Like, he's like, we definitely need someone to help us with Leary Chemicals. We just sort of leach over to, like, oh, by the way, we're talking about mind control gas Yeah. Now. And that wasn't yeah. really a thing <laughs> no. in episode one. It's just sort of, by the way, that's what totally what we're doing now, and we all know this. Why, why are you the yeah. viewer confused? I like we I'm, all know what's going on. I feel like on. I missed episode two, and this was episode three. Uh, here's the thing, you guys, because I have the power of the internet. Uh <clears throat> Leary Chemicals is a reference to counterculture drug advocate Timothy <gasps> Leary. Whoa, I think Buzz talked to Buzz. us about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was Leary Chemicals. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good job, Buzz. You just you crushed it with this one. <laughs> um, we go over to a Shipwreck talking to Lady J, and he's him and him and Lady J have got like some real heat going on. Uh, yeah, at this least episode. this time he didn't threaten to decapitate that her. That was rough. But then he says, uh, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go ask Duke. Oh, wait, I can't. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, strong, strong shipwreck, mm-hmm. passive, aggressive, snarky. That's why I love you. <laughs> uh, so they decide they want to ambush Cobra at Leary Chemicals. Mm-hmm. But no, Dusty leading the Cobra Patrol knows exactly where the Joes would set up based on previous missions and techniques. Mm-hmm. He has a perfect plan for basically shutting down every single thing the Joes are doing. Dusty is a guy who repairs refrigerators, but as soon as he joins Cobra, he becomes shockingly efficient at his job. Also, you think that some of the Joes would be like, oh, is it, should we maybe change our tactics? Because he's got that one guy who knows all our tactics. Nah. No, we've got one way of doing things. Yeah. Like, you'd think at some point they would have been like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. Dusty crushes them from Mm -hmm. pillar to post, sunrise to sunset. Absolutely annihilates every member of the Joe team uh, to the point where, like, you know, they've got those giant, like, water bowl of things that pop up and just stop the the hovercrafts. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Shan, mm-hmm. what's the science behind that? Maybe you could help me out with that. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, if that was a, it was a very heavy cargo thing, um, I guess three Joe hovercrafts don't generate much uh, uh, forward thrusts. Okay. So. It, yeah, it might have taken a while to get out there. I mean, on, they probably would have been better off just yanking out poles and, you know, shoving off from the uh, the floor of the river. But It's sort of the equivalent of shoving your helmet into the tank tread, right? Like, it's just like you just can't go anymore. Yeah, yeah, basically. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, 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 it's it's like you're pushing against something really heavy when you're on ice. <laughs> you just not get any traction. <laughs> you just can't get anywhere with it. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. Flint gives up. It not characteristic of Flint at all, but he's done. Because uh, we can't fuck with Dusty. Flint gets a little mean in this episode, and I feel yeah. like he's like getting ready to take over for Duke. He's getting real pissy. Yeah. What? What? what in reference to what? Now I don't remember. Uh, he's just like kind of like a bitch in this episode. Hold on. Whoa. 
Protected by the armor treatment formula Dusty gave him. The tone of his voice is, I mean, he's, he's, he's yeah. frustrated. He yeah. is frustrated because he doesn't know Dusty's not a traitor. Mm-hmm. So he's super frustrated mm-hmm. being like, you know, it's this job is hard enough without one of these guys going disloyal, giving the thing that we had as a, you know, our weapon to the enemy. And now we can't fuck with the enemy. But I mean, the, yeah, the thing is, though, like this. This is not a flint that we've ever seen before. Yes. Even mm-hmm. when like he's in a situation, uh, a, a bad situation, he's like, we're going to do this. We got this, guys. This time he's like, mother, you cunt. Yeah. You <laughs> traitorous piece well, of... Yeah. You know what? It's the burden of leadership. Uh, yeah, I think he is getting ready to take over for Duke. I think he's like, we, we've always given Duke a, a bad time because he's such a grump. No, but Duke holds it together, though. I mean, he is, he, you, need, you need a grump on top to kind of keep the organization <laughs> fluid. You need a guy to take all those verbal assaults, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe Flint's just not the guy for that position. He's a great, like, Riker, but he's not a great Picard. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And Riker's great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then maybe Duke is a better Picard. We'll, we'll put it out there. Uh, let's see here. So Lieutenant Claymore is now uh, uh, sweeping the hallways. Mm-hmm. Rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just really, I mean, it's like he couldn't even just been a, like a, a, a secondary person on that team. Yeah. Like just a grunt. They actually literally put him like sweeping the halls now. Like mm-hmm. how hard he worked to get to that position snuffed out in one afternoon. Now he's yeah. got to go all the way back down from the bottom. By again. some new white guy. Just waltz right in, taking his job, taking down a bottom. It was really upsetting to me. White privilege. How about Dusty volunteering to wear the suit that the whole Cobra firing team shoots at? Yeah, which uh, isn't dangerous because everyone knows those bullets do nothing. Well, they might make him sleepy. Like, yeah, oh, I've been sleeping terribly yeah. lately. Can one of you guys shoot me in the head? Yeah, I feel like I feel like at some point one of the, I wanted to see one of the cobras be like, "Hey, have you guys ever realized that this never does any damage when it's at people? So like, um, maybe this isn't the best test." One of my all caps notes here. Yes. Uh, simply bullets? Question mark. <laughs> nope. Like, uh, look, as we have this absolutely impenetrable armor against lasers. How about you try bullets? You know what everybody else in the world is using? How about you try those? Because I bet you those are going <laughs> to rip through that shit like hey, paper. Know yeah. your enemy. Know I your bet, enemy. I bet you could throw a rock at that guy and it would hurt yeah, more than yeah, those ladies. Exactly. <laughs> well, Dusty wears the suit, gets shot at by the team, and then it's like, stings a little. Armor totally works. This spray armor that he took over. And the Cobra take him to a Jewish wedding. They pick him up Ooh, and they're I'll parading him around. Cobra, it reminded cobra. me. What was that commercial with the, uh, should we have hard shell tacos or soft shell tacos? And the little girl goes, how about both? Ah, and then they take and then they like holding her up for the village to oh, see. Oh, yeah, I remember You know the that. El Paso commercial? Nope. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. And I, they, this I is Dusty as that child. Her. I assume they killed her after that. <laughs> <so> <laughs> well afterwards. Sacrifice. To our God. <laughs> um, but this is where I'm thinking to myself, like, Dusty, even if you are a double agent, maybe stick around. He gets no respect from the Joes whatsoever. <laughs> they put him on shit assignments. Nobody asks his opinion on anything. He is literally being carried through the hallways like a hero of Cobra. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe sure that they probably happen. He probably gave him like a chick to sleep with after that, too. Oh, guaranteed. One of the Cobrettes are just like, I've never been with a Joe before. Yeah, like I feel like Cobra Commander was like, you don't have you gotta find something waiting for you in your room and how hot would that be for both of them sleeping with the enemy is hot right yeah just like angry hate sex Mm -hmm. he could try and convert her 
Yeah, you know, with that dick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and I have a third question. So they go to another chemical factory at this point. Mm-hmm. And Owlsley chemical. There you go. Owlsley chemical. Why does every chemical factory in G.I. Joe always have to be put in a completely remote location? None of them are anywhere near civilization like at all. I that makes more sense. If you're working with dangerous chemicals, you don't want to be by... A city. In the previous episodes, it seems like it's like literally on top of a mountain or just in the middle of a jungle or these chemical factories are never just at 7th and Main. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, not and in I'm my glad. backyard. I'm, not, I'm glad, yeah. They'll put a sriracha factory <laughs> in a neighborhood full of people to where all the people have to move out, but suddenly this is a problem? Like, mm. this is the thing we're worried about here? Come yeah. on, zoning laws, people. We could Put it in an industrial area. Nobody will even know and it'll be better protected. Did we already see the glass bottom plane yet? Uh, what I feel glass like that was plane? leading up to this. We're getting there. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I also have Cobra Commander uh, quotes Stalin of all people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which talking about being a history buff, like I know that Buzz is. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have that quote for me, Chan? I really liked it. <clears throat> uh, also, yes, this is the point at where we are. Uh, uh, there is a, a fake cloud. And a glass bottom plane. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... Uh, it just makes me think of a glass bottom boat. Sure. Or a glass right. bottom Only bitch. fucking uh-huh. terrifying. Terrifying. Uh-huh. I would not... There was a... Uh, oh, you would there find was, it terrifying? There's an April Fool's joke that went around a year or two ago that uh, some yes. uh, company was making a, a transparent plane. And like, oh. would you fly on a transparent plane? Oh, yeah, plane? no, I would not. Well, no. have you seen Have you seen the, the, the video that was like a Japanese prank show where they go into an elevator? Yes. And then they like make the elevator bottom clear. Oh, that I haven't so seen. So it looks like you're falling? Oh. oh, no, thank you. Yeah. No, I have, uh, I have serious problems with glass elevators. Uh, yeah, you can't even read a Roald Dahl novel at this point. No. Yeah, all I could also, picture... Also, people named Charlie. Weird. Can't do it. All I could picture while they were flying in the glass bottom plane was glass bottom boat, which is a sexual act in which... Make a, the rock and oh, roll Jesus. go well. What? Person, oh, yeah, glass bottom boat. I didn't know that was a thing. What is it? Gina, do we want to know, first off? Yeah, it's where you, uh, where you like, your, your, your boning partner... Lays under a glass table, like a coffee table, and looks up through it while you poop on top of it. What? Yep. Wow. Well, I'm glad you knew that. Glass That's... bottom boat. Gina, how do you know about that? I mean, I knew it was a thing. I knew it had to do with glass and pooping. I looked it up on Urban Dictionary to get the exact wording. Oh, just, just now. Eh. Oh, it can also refer to the same position with a coffee table, but the person on top merely presses their genitals onto, their, onto the glass. But I know of it as the pooping thing. Yeah, yeah, this is one of those things that doesn't actually exist. Nobody's but, uh, ever done that in I the history of the world. I guarantee you someone has done it at Nobody's some point. Done but not for a sex thing. Like, absolutely, uh, if if uh, my my partner <laughs> were underneath a, um, a glass uh, coffee table, I would I would slam my junk up against it. Like, this is hilarious, right? But it wouldn't actually be part of sex. It wouldn't be what turns you on. Right. I yes. guarantee you. It would be a pressed ham. And who doesn't love a pressed ham? Has I don't love a pressed done... ham. I think that's gross. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I then. think that's really gross. You're doing it wrong. Uh, I think I'm doing it right, sir, because I live in a world where pressed ham is not an option. <laughs> 
Thank you. What? Are you saying that your partner does not appreciate a good pressed ham? No. You think my you think my wife appreciates a pressed ham? Are you actually asking me that question have right you tried now? It yet? No. I t- no, Chad, I- we have not. You should definitely. I, do I just that. we are not doing. That. You should definitely. There is no part of us that are doing that. Trust me, you don't even <laughs> if you if you ever think that you need to go to like uh, couples counseling because you're uh, having fights. That'll and push like that, us there. You put her. You do that, and she'll be like, "I remember why I fell in love with you in the first place," and hugs no. all around. No, it'll be. Trust me on this. That's one. the kind of shit Trust I beat out of you at an early point in our relationship. Listen, I what just, the fuck I are just, you doing? I just googled. Has anyone actually ever done a glass bottom boat? Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and what comes up is people being like, "Have you ever taken the glass bottom boat cruise, like for Catalina Island?" <laughs> See, but. I guarantee you, man. Catalina Island must be a fucking (laughs) rager. You guys are talking about a lot of terrible shit, and I want to bring it back. So, can I have that Stalin quote, please? (laughs) Well, oh, okay. There's also a definition of it where it's saran wrap held over your partner's face. Well, that's a hot Carl, and then you poop on. That's a hot Carl. That's a hot lunch. Shush, everybody. That was awesome. That sounds like a real Zen thing. That is awesome. That sounds like something maybe Emperor Hirohito would have said. I like it. Uh, so Cobra, Cobra Commander, how about this? When we talk about the glass bottom boat and not about you that make anymore, the rocket world. <laughs> Cobra, Cobra Commander jumps in a fang and leads the charge himself. Yeah, a fang, which is a fucking hang glider. It's a metal yeah. hang glider. That is, yeah, that is the the single worst GI Joe toy of Again, all time. Do you want to know why people he inspires loyalty in millions of his followers? It's because he's getting in front of this on a nothing mission to attack a chemical plant. Sure, and he's the one diving on in uh and I, we one of my I, I need a sound pull here because of cobra commander's uh 180 that he pulls uh, yelling at his troops to advance until the bullet gets too close to his head sure, then sure. immediately the tune changes <laughs> sure sure Stop. what are you doing That is the kind of dynamic leadership I want out of my person in charge who can make the right call on a dime. Here's the thing. Uh, Flint is racking his brains like, uh, there's got to be some sort of weakness. Got to be some sort of weakness. Ah, extreme heat, which is to say like a laser. (laughs) Absolutely everything has a weakness, too. Again, it's like, has, has anybody tried bullets or how about a fucking flamethrower? Uh, on human beings, because this isn't—he's not talking about like uh, what are we, how are we going to pierce the armor on the his tank? It's on a human being, for fuck's sake! It doesn't matter what kind of armor you have if you fucking lob incendiary grenades at them, they're going to go back. That helps, yeah. Uh, and I feel like we missed a scene here because all of a sudden we're chasing Dusty. I actually had to rewind because I thought I had a stroke and blacked out for a second. Right, I had the same uh, uh, thought. Uh, so actually, that's helpful like, that you said the same thing. Yeah, but, I thought I, mean, I lost time, but, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, obviously that one failed. They tried again on another place, and that one succeeded. Well, the, the separate plan where Dusty kind of runs around, and uh, he's—they're all like, "Oh, it's Dusty! Go get Dusty! We hate Dusty!" Yeah. Cobra Commander comes in the back door, steals yeah. all the chemicals, and flies away. Yeah. Stop Did it! A glass bottom boat. Stop <laughs> it! I, as soon as I said it, but I also he bad. lures them into a pit, and I had a moment of like, "Okay, just shoot them all in the pit." You mm-hmm. could do that, but that's not how Cobra Commander operates. You've you've built this arena. 
Yeah. You're going to use it oh, more yeah. than once. Yeah, but I feel like if it were me, I'd be like, hey, they're in a pit and can't get out. Mm-hmm. We could sh- like, we could shoot and kill them right Again, now. Again, that's not how Cobra operates. Also, Ma'am. I don't know if you've noticed this uh, or if you had you didn't quite catch on to it, but uh, uh, Dusty's actually still a Joe. Uh, yeah, I get it, but I would have liked him to sh- at least. So he could, he would have shot his friends Cobra in the face and murdered them dead. Is how that works, Gina. This is this is where it would have like the the quadruple agent would have come into play <laughs> in a really great uh, way. This is the moment where they're in the pit, and if I'm Dusty, I go, you know what? You guys have been treating me really well. They actually have me working like as a triple agent, but I've decided to quadruple agent. Let's go ahead and kill them. <laughs> like I want to yeah. see Duke wake up from the coma. And have like a really sad Lady J be there, and half of her face is like blown oh, off. Jesus. And uh, and Duke is like, I have to tell you something. Dusty isn't really isn't really like he, he was working for me. He's actually a triple agent, and she'd be like, Dusty Shadashal. <laughs> and then like this is horrifying. <laughs> and then Duke would be like, What? And then she'd be like, Yeah, maybe it had something to do with the fact that we arrested uh, his mother and threw her in a jail, and she died in prison. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, because we thought that, we thought that uh, he was a traitor. Like I wish you had left some fucking notes, Duke. You know how easily you go into a coma, Duke. But also, if Jesse's a traitor, why are we putting his mom in jail? I thought this isn't the medieval punishment times. Uh, are you serious? There were people. There were. There was. Uh, uh, Bin Laden had family in the U.S. Uh, and after nine eleven. They got the fuck out. Yeah, but the bushes helped them. I've seen. I've seen loose change. I know how it works, Chan. <laughs> I'm saying that uh, hell's yeah. The family of a traitor. They're going. They're going to Guantanamo. Right. Fair enough. They ain't coming back. Fair enough. Well, Dusty comes back and he gets that promoted. Asthma, she's. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna give her super asthma. Like the asthma is already killing her. They would have found a, a, a new strain of super asthma and injected her with it. Use that to study the super asthma and use it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Dusty gets promoted. Just uh, he's already rising through the ranks. He's taken over that thing. He did so well. Claymore's got to be just pissed right now, right? Oh yeah. Like, what did you even do, Dusty? What did you even do? I've been here for ten years, I feel like, busting my ass. Yeah. If I were Claymore, I would never let anyone live this down, ever. <laughs> like, I would just be like, Hey, do you remember when I was in charge of that job? And like, maybe I could have taken helped you take over the world. No, you gave it to that guy who was a. Oh yeah, that guy who was a total agent. obvious traitor. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, weird. Here's the thing. Uh. At the very end of it, he's the guy who saves uh, Cobra Commander. Again, yes. Which would be fantastic if it were anybody but Cobra Commander, because Cobra Commander, uh, his his gratitude lasts for about 15 seconds. Yeah. And then he's like, what have you done for me lately? So, like, he doesn't give a, he won't give a crap. Well, Six months from now, he'll be back to KP duty, because some other white dude would be waltzing in like, hey, rough, I got some magic formula. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in, Chan. Right. <laughs> kind of sucks. White privilege. Uh, they, Cobra Commander wants to test the gas on the Joes, the mind control gas. Sure. Dusty lets out, lets lets the game out a little bit here. Yeah. Also, isn't Ooh. this like the fifth or sixth time we've had a, a mind control yes. storyline? He loves mind control. If Cobra Commander is going to take over the world, it's going to be with motherfucking mind but control. But like, he already has perfected it in several other ways. There's yeah, but those are with machines. Machine thing. Yep. Yeah. But machines could be broken. Gas is gas. Gas is gas. Gas is gas, man. Mm-hmm. Gas, grass, or ass. I'm going to conquer the world with one of these three things. <laughs> I no, hope to God nothing. that there are uh, there's there are separate episodes. One of which involves like super fast growing grass. Well, we had the greenhouse effect episode, right? But it wasn't specifically grow. grass. It wasn't. If there were like like grass or vine vine type things, I will count it. 
And if there's some way they could like a bunch of like sexy women robots <laughs> I'm into that it. are like uh yeah, seducing uh politicians or something like that. Ooh, well uh-huh. we have synthoids already, right? Mm-hmm. Right, but none of them were intended they're not, for they were they weren't sex bots. Uh but they could have been. Yeah, I, I mean like it's only a slight them tweak to be. on that plan. Yeah. You could convince somebody spec- sex sex. I'm just saying that it doesn't count as ass gas or grass okay, until fair. I see it that way. Okay, mm-hmm. nope, uh, done. Also, here's uh here's good old Dusty. No. No. <laughs> but do, oh, do you have gee, the Mr. Potter. Do you have the follow-up to that? Something wrong, Dusty. No, nothing. I just meant no, nothing is wrong. That's, that's why some... that's a normal thing you say when somebody <laughs> says something you like. Some Zartan level shit right there. <laughs> uh, what? No, I mean, uh, oh. I meant, you know, no, no, cool, man. He, We're he all could cool. have covered it up by being like, uh, look, dude, I just left this establishment five days ago you're gonna have to give me an adjustment period when, when before i'm super excited that they're dead yeah these are my friends i guess i'm a traitor to their cause yeah i don't wish them death yeah yeah <laughs> but i guess if you don't wish your friends death don't join cobra don't join a terrorist organization <laughs> I mean, bent on destroying your friends that's just yeah, that's saying huge. that's given a choice so we find out claymore is working as a spy for the crimson twins and the, the twins think dusty is not legit the claymore twins, definitely doesn't think he's legit the twins know talent when they see it yes they know how to pick him how funny is that he's a normal cobra agent he gets discouraged by cobra commander and who swoops right in and says we'll respect you in our organization yeah. you want to know why extensive enterprises is the biggest company in the world mm-hmm. because benefits. they respect talent <laughs> you guys that's number 10 right there Going right next to number nine. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to be Crimson Guardsman number 10? Done. Well, he jumps on Dusty and and beats him around and beats Dusty in round two of their set of fights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He beats Dusty. At at which point the Crimson Twins take him in. Cobra Commander has his hood off for another second episode in a row, I think. And he's eating soup. Yep. Yeah. Cobra brand soup, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I guess I just don't see Cobra Commander as a soup eater. I I hope it's delicious and not... Not, you know, like, I hope it's much better than normal military food. You guys, you guys, that is Campbell's alphabet soup, <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. I bet he they had a commercial can, for it. Pops it open, pours it in, adds one other additional can of water, <laughs> heats it up. Yeah. You know, Cobra Commander, I don't think he even adds additional water. I just Ooh. think he eats the pure oh, broth. Shit. Straight condensed soup. Mm-hmm. Can I put like that out a there? Like Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe he like adds yeah. wine to it or something. <laughs> or adds venom. <laughs> it's Cobra Commander. Right. He's got a thing. He does. You guys, <laughs> it's already crazy enough that he's drinking <laughs> just, just straight well, uh, Campbell's soup. Cobra no, Commander no, can... in the comic books took a straw and drank out of his own heart. Okay? So like... Oh, yeah, that's a thing he did. I'm pretty sure you, that's not possible. Uh, in, in the world of Cobra Commander, Gina, everything you, is possible. You'd have to get like, a really hard boba straw. <laughs> you got to get the thick, uh, hard ones. Quick that you sidebar. Get for your Slurpee. Quick sidebar. Uh, I have a friend who uh, uh, knows a bunch of people in the comics industry, and he said to me a couple days ago that I looked like Larry Hama in the 90s. <laughs> oh, shnike. Which, Wait, which who? means that. Uh, Harry he, Hamlin? <laughs> yes. No, Larry Hama. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to uh, look him up because I don't know who it he, is. He uh, used to write uh, uh, G.I. Joe yes. comics, amongst other things. And uh, I, I feel like uh, a kinship now with I like that. the sort of person who would uh, have you who would have someone drinking their own blood out of a straw yeah. from their heart. From their own heart. Yeah. Like, that's that's raw. You don't you don't fuck with a guy who does that. No. Even if he's just doing it for show, yeah. you don't fuck with that guy. No. Uh, and so we we, we get we find out Cobra Commander's the one who sent Dusty into that room, so fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Fool. 
Now, now we send in the clowns. Send in the clowns. We got the Cobra Pit that with the dude? Joes in it. Oh, what you got? That dude? Uh, apparently so. I don't see. He it. did I... say the '90s specifically, so he might have had a different sure look back then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, I want. I do yes. want to uh, listen to this real quick because I, I don't feel like we get this often enough, and I, and I haven't listened closely enough, but I really want to see if I can pick out some individual words here. What is that? That it's, is it's the, like rabble, rabble crowd noise. Yeah, I there didn't was pick a, bunch out a single word. There was the cobras. Uh, I think they did it twice, and then there was once with the Joes, where they're all like, "Oh, my goodness, good idea, huh?" Yeah. yeah. All right, Here's never mind. The, I didn't pick out a single word of that. Yeah, it seemed like there should have been some words yeah, there. It was but... rah, 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 I had definitely heard just a grunt at some point. Tim Allen was there recording that day. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll run it through the spectral analyzer and see if I can get anything see out of it. See if we can get it. something out of that. By spectral analyzer, I mean I'm just going to turn up the volume real loud. And put it on your headphones. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's to me that's what spectral analysis actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I say right now this must be a very special event with the Joes and the mind control gas and the Cobra pit because mm. Cobra Commander has busted out the purple cape. Yeah. yeah. All caps. There's my mm-hmm. all caps note. Mm-hmm. Purple cape. Mm-hmm. Purple fucking cape, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Purple we're cape. that's what that's how we know that uh this oh. particular Cobra Temple is in Minnesota. That's right. Yep. It's right by Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like like Cobra Commander, you know, he's all about style. He's always worried like which way am I gonna appear on camera? Mm-hmm. So when Cobra Commander busts out the purple cape. There is some royal shit about to. Ha- he knows that like I'm. Uh, this is about to be cool, guys. Mm-hmm. I dressed up for it. It's like when Triple H at WrestleMania wears like the shitty Skeletor outfits. Right. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what's going on right now. This is the event. This is the jam. I'm dressed up for it, and I appreciated that. Also, is this is a pretty elaborate setup for just gassing people. <laughs> Oh, you think they got all kinds of things they could do? They they used the same combat pit from before, mm-hmm. yeah, and then mm-hmm. they put a glass uh, a, a dome on Seal the top of arena. it. They mm-hmm. closed the events for the cobras. There are yeah. three buttons. <laughs> One closes off the temple vents. Yes. And two opens the arena vents. Yes. And three, the third button releases the gas. So which button put Good the thing. glass case over the top of it? Good thing you they didn't do it. Repress the, the button. Oh, excuse me. And it goes away. I don't know if it sucks the gas back in if you were to press the third, but mm. feels like it should. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the uh, Dusty turns double heel. And mm-hmm. reopens all the buttons again. Yes, mm-hmm. now, they should not have put him in charge of this. That I get, I idea. get the symbol, the symbol, uh, sim- symbolism of it. Oh uh-huh. my god! Mm-hmm. Because if he can't stroke. do it, then that's then that's that. That but, this was a test. But also for all the other cobras to see the Trader Joe, great uh-huh. grocery store, uh, do that to his previous friends. That that's powerful. That's po- that that's Cobra Commander has real power. Here's the question: mm-hmm. At what point do all the Joes? Become aware that Dusty is not against them. Not even here because they fight and they help him. And then afterwards, they're still confused about it. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At some point, they're like, he's on our side. And then at the end, they're like, it's like, wait, what? He's (laughs) a double agent. I don't get it. I have written just down here in my notes. I just have, so, okay, which of these Joes knew? Yeah, that was. I wrote. Still None nobody. Of them. Yeah. yeah. Because at some point, so so at some point, I think it was Lady J that said, he's with us. 
Mm-hmm. But she then later on, Duke has to explain like this is the deal. Well, we got to lay it out for the people at home. No, I get it, but I feel like I feel like it was missing that scene where where Dusty says to them like, guys, I'll explain later. It was all a plan. And uh, for them to jump right to like he's with us, like I feel like sh- with how angry Shipwreck is through this whole episode, he would have seen Dusty and put a bullet in his brain. It's possible, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think lost in all of this is the fact this mind control gas does not work. No, Ooh, it doesn't it work does for not what work you want all. it to work for. It works for my purposes. Uh, well, actually, no. Here's what happened, guys. I need to go make Gina a sandwich, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. What actually happened was. Those three chemicals yes. can be uh, combined to make mind control gas. Those same three chemicals yes. in different proportions uh, melts the, uh, Men's the special clothes. armor. Yes. Yes. But uh, but it, yeah. must, it doesn't work as mind control because Dusty sprays the cobras with it, and the cobras still fight them. No, 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 no. no. Different combinations. But the it's the same gas, gas he's pumping no, no, in there. It's the same chemicals, but oh, he mixed it differently. okay. So it... It affects the. Uh, um, I completely yeah. missed that. Yeah. So he makes order... the melty, sludgy metal stuff. Yes. I want to order some of this on Amazon. Spray men to make melting. them naked. Yeah. I, I believe at the gas station they sell some at the counter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Axe Body Spray. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. The. Uh, this is a whole triple agent thing. You don't just go to the store and buy it. You have to convince the men to first put uh, ablative uh, armor into their clothing uh-huh. and then uh, steal the three chemicals so that you can mix them to make a gas that will then disintegrate said clothing. It's worth it because sometimes when mm-hmm. I want to get a dude naked, it takes yep. too long. Sure. So buying chemicals online, uh-huh. figuring out how to how to mix them properly, getting a degree in chemistry... Uh-huh. Yep. Is that really a problem? Is the dudes faster? Don't also, get to take their clothes off. You fast have to enough? convince them that the, that uh, being shot by GI Joe lasers is a very real and present threat, yeah. and that then they should uh, they should permeate their clothes with this formula. I'm pretty persuasive when I want to be, guys. You could just say, "Take off your clothes," and I guarantee yeah. you, ninety nine percent of dudes would do it's that. It's just that they do it too slowly. <laughs> yeah, they're in comedy. Uh, they uh, whoa, probably yeah. doing bits and stuff. Just like, a, oh, these buttons, I keep reading. Attaching them. Whoa. Here's what you do. Comedy dudes. You get a basketball player because those dudes always have breakaway (laughs) clothing on them. Oh, that's a good point. Gina, the problem is clearly someone your size not dating enough basketball players. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to wish that on you. All right. (laughs) Sounds uh, terrible. uh, Larry Bird, give me a call. Larry Bird. I know you're the poll is sixty something year old Larry Bird. Wow. That's uh, where we're going. Vladi Divak, give me a call. I want to see if there's a picture of Larry Bird right now. Here's one from just not even that long ago. Yeah, Gina. Get on. Get on that. Larry, lose my phone number. <laughs> Vladi, I'll be waiting for your call. <laughs> I'm going to Google best best looking basketball players while we There you go. About. Well, while we do this, we mentioned earlier, uh, Claymore comes and saves Cobra Commander with a fang. Yeah, it so does. this guy is legit. Like, I, 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 the problem is, I don't think we ever see Claymore again. I'm hoping he appears in another episode at some point because this is an interesting and thought out character. Do we have any uh, Black Cobra people to, to show up? It seems pretty rare. I'm gonna have to do some research on Which that. Is, Off the top of my head, I cannot come up with one. Honestly, besides, besides a, Destro, sure. Besides Destro, sure. Because Destro, oh, he's straight up. Black dude. Oh, absolutely. Okay. JJ Reddick of the Orlando Magic. Give oh. me a call. <laughs> Good job, Gina. <laughs> Found one I like. Uh, and at this point, uh, oh, hey, yes. wait a minute. Did we did we uh, cover? 
the part where Lady J rips a dude's pants Excuse off. Excuse me, no, yes. I went right, and, and that's my fault. And then laughs. And then yeah. thinks it's the most hilarious thing ever. She gets yeah. a guy, not pants, boxer shorts. She's oh, looking yeah. at his dick and balls. <laughs> yeah. She is watching him bounce around, mm-hmm. running away from her tote snakes, mm-hmm. and thinks it's goddamn hilarious. I, I love correctly. it. Correctly. I think, yeah, I would also what a moment. be yeah, hilarious. I think we're all on board with that one. Yeah. Uh, so as is typical of a G.I. Joe episode, we have 20 seconds left, and we got to get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wrap up. Duke at the hospital. And even even they're messing around too much that Duke's uh, Duke's Dusty's mother has to whistle at them, be like, "Shut the fuck up! We have ten <laughs> seconds of exposition. Explain the episode's over." Mm-hmm. And then Duke lays it out, and then they're just like, "So we guess Dusty's cool." I mean, we're done. That's it. But also, like at some point, doesn't his mom not have asthma anymore? <laughs> Uh, his mom's still wearing the tubes. No, like at the end when she comes out, she's like all forceful about something. And like, yeah, I think she's well, still she's had time to recover. Well, they still have that Cobra money to pay for those treatments. Yeah, that's true. So she's, she's probably those payments aren't coming. But anymore. also, like, oh, nothing has really been resolved with his mom's asthma. <laughs> no, like, if you think about really it, all, he no. couldn't pay his medical bills, and the medical system is still screwed. Even yeah, to, even today, thirty years later. Like, I feel like a month from now, he's gonna be like, God. The money. I mean, now I'm back to being a refrigerator soon. Nobody will fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Nobody cares that I'm even here. Send me out in a goddamn Arctic missions. Mm-hmm, I should have mm-hmm. stayed in. I should have stayed in Cobra, man. Bechdel test fail. No, oh. part one passed. Part one passed. Part Wait a fails. minute. Are you saying that? Uh, oh no, they did it part one, didn't they? Did Ms. Vasquez talk to, talk to uh, Justice's mom. mom? Yeah, in part one. But okay, not in but this not in part two. Oh. Unless I missed it. And there was nothing where uh, uh, Dusty's mom talked to Lady J specifically. Wait, it was wait, more so right? to the group. Did any, Were any of those... Hold on, I'm going to go back real quick and... Uh, no. Mother, think of this! Is her condition terminal? Nope. No, dude, uh, no, no, no lady ladies in the room. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering about that too, but it didn't seem like it. So back to you know what though we'll take one for two we'll take one for two yeah fifty percent right. it's fine that's fine Buzz has a, such a high clip of getting them right <laughs> that yeah. I'm just gonna keep going with it you know yeah uh, I'm into it well guys well that is GI Joe the Trader Part Two uh, I have reached out to Buzz Dixon himself we mentioned him a lot I had a conversation with him uh, uh, two days ago and he's uh, working on putting together some like notes some stuff we could read he's not gonna come on and talk about it per se sure, sure. but he is working on like some thoughts and some stuff that he wants us to know about the Trader specifically Excellent. Oh, series episode cool. so uh, uh, know your Joe Part Two. Uh, of this series, we will be talking a little bit about, uh, uh, assuming I can get that put together, uh, Buzz Dixon's thoughts on the trader. So, you know, tune in Ooh. for that, like you weren't already. Mm. But tune in for Know Your Joe next week on Wednesday, and we'll have some Buzz Dixon uh, stuff about that. So I just, I'm excited about that, <laughs> that we can do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are we are marching uh, marching fast to the end of season one of G.I. Joe, everybody. We've only got yeah, less I than two months to go. I can't believe it. Yeah, we've, mm-hmm. this is, we're almost to episode number 50. That this means was 47. Only, oh, that means we've almost spent 50 hours doing this, guys. And by 50 hours, I mean probably way more than that. Oh, yes. If we count all the time talking about sriracha chips and uh, weird Japanese sodas. Guys, sriracha Triscuit's pretty good. There pretty good. <laughs> there it is. But let's do a little bit of contact information quick before we get up out of town. Uh, you can always hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast or Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Uh, give us those iTunes five likes because I really want to share this He-Man episode with you. And you Gina know, really we'll wants to count, post. We'll also count one stars. One star reviews will also count those too. I'll count those as half. We'll count, we'll count them. And Gina really wants to show those bikini pics uh, on yeah. a public forum. So come on. It'll be like, guys, what, what more do we gotta what more do we gotta do for you? Wonder Woman bikini. Just saying it exists out there. For your enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. 
Uh, on Twitter individually, you can catch me. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And come on back on Wednesday. We're going to do another Know Your Joe. We're going to hear from Buzz Dixon, and uh, we're going to put the traitor to bed. Uh, could we say that this is like one of the better, like at least the two combined two of the better episodes combined we've done? Combined two. Pretty oh, fantastic. Yeah. Pretty yeah. fantastic stuff. So mm-hmm. great job, everyone involved. Boom. I'm a fan. All right, you guys. We'll catch you next week for whatever the heck's coming next. Okay. <laughs> Bye. find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.